Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. This is CarPro USA with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. Jerry spent decades in the auto industry and was a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. And lighting up the studio with his blindingly pale skin is Jerry's sidekick, Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy. So feel free to call in, wait for it, now to CarPro USA. Thank you for joining us on CarPro USA. We're glad to have you with us. We're going to spend this hour talking about cars. We're going to give you straight talk. We're going to give you honest answers. We're going to help you make good car buying decisions if you pick up the phone and call 800-926-7777. And if you can't get through, then go to carprousa.com and look around there. You'll find all kinds of information that you need, all of our dealers, my FAQ page, all my car reviews. Uh, We're reviewing three cars a week now, and uh, so that's over 150 reviews. I drive sometimes as many as three cars a week. Typically, I only do a real review on one, sometimes two. It's hard to do three in a week's time, but at least I can drive them and evaluate them. And so when you call me and ask me questions about it, I know what I'm talking about. My trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, and he comes into the studio at this time every hour. And rarely knows what he's talking about, unlike you. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I ask questions. You do. You do. The one this hour that's on my mind, you've been talking so much, everybody knows about the uh, shortage of popular new vehicles at all of our dealerships because of the virus shutdown and all that. Yes. Give me a ballpark estimate of when our dealers, for the most part, will be back up to normal inventory. It'll vary by manufacturer and brand, but typically looking at what I'm seeing now, they're cranking them out as fast as they can. Some manufacturers are running into issues with parts. The suppliers went down also, and they couldn't come back up as quickly as the manufacturers needed them to. Uh, parts coming out of Mexico, which is a lot of parts, has been have been real short in supply. And so that has slowed things down. Um, there was talk that next week Ford would have to shut down the F-150 plant because they couldn't get engines. You know, it's just, it, it's going to be a problem the rest of the summer, but I would, I would guess by the end of summer, by the end of August, inventories will be back to 
maybe 80% of what they were prior to the coronavirus. Are the manufacturers going to push back the introduction of the 2021 models to later this year than last year? Some will, some won't. Um, if it's if there's a major body style change in a car, they're probably going to run the 2020s longer because they've already bought all those parts that may not inter- interchange with a new 2021. 20, so they'll go further into the year. Um, I think we'll see cases of 2021 model years being skipped. Really? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think they'll be building 2020s through the end of the year. When January 1 rolls around of 2021, which is five months from now, then they can legally tag a car built in January or after as a 2022. Which There's a law that covers that? Sure. Of course there is. Sure. Right now we'd be... In in 2020, would it be driving 2024s? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> new, improved. <laughs> yes, no doubt. So there you have it. It's the one thing the new car shortage has done for good for consumers is it has raised trade-in values to to highs I've never seen. And by that I mean the amount of money over book value that cars are bringing right now. The real book value. Yes, the real book value, the the, the one that really counts. Uh, they're 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 bringing more over book than I have ever seen cars bring. So there you have it. That's that's all I know for now. And let's go to the phones and talk to Dale, and he's calling from Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, Dale. Yeah. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Uh, really good program. I enjoy listening to you. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, my question is uh, about buying a car out of a lease. Uh, I'm currently leasing a 2018 uh, Discovery Sport HSE. Um, it only has 12,000 miles on it. I just kept it. It's my third car, and I'm keeping it nice uh, and kind of anticipating, you know, possibly buying it out of the lease. But right. after looking at the reliability uh results that you just published in your newsletter uh, that Range Rover's at the bottom. So I'm just wondering about if that if you think that would be a good idea, especially with uh, reliability. And I do tend to keep my cars for a good amount of time. So what do you think? Well, you, if you listen often, you know I'm a Range Rover owner and have been for years. I'm on number, I don't know, 10? 12. Uh, maybe. It could very well be. Wow. 15. Uh, but you know, I don't. I don't try to get a hundred thousand miles on them either. Uh, that one of the things that Range Rover always gets dinged on in these surveys, like the one we had in the newsletter, was you know electronics and little bitty things, but not major things. There was a time twenty years ago when the mechanics side of a Range Rover was problematic, but it's been a long, long time. It changed. It really changed when Ford bought Land Rover and Jaguar. Um, so if if you the worst thing you're going to put up with if you buy it is annoyances. You know the the trying to go from AM to FM on the touchscreen on the dash, for instance. That's a slow process. It doesn't sound like it ought to be, yeah, and it shouldn't be. 
but you're impatient when you when you're listening to AM radio and you want to go to FM and you hit that button, you expect instantaneous results. And you're not going to get it with a Range Rover. Chrome coming off the door handles. I'm I'm thinking back on my personal experience of things I've had replaced. Uh one of the one of the luggage rack um bars came loose and flew off. It's just crap like that. But as far as enjoyment and long-term mechanical reliability, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to buy it. But just, you know, know that it's not going to do 150,000 to 200,000 miles like some others will. But you're going to enjoy uh-huh. it. You're going to enjoy it more while you're driving it. One other question I have about the vehicle, which uh, is driving me nuts, and I've had I've had the dealer look at it twice, is the transmission. When you uh, start the car up and uh, engage either reverse or uh, drive, there's a lag. Uh, probably it's a momentary lag. Yep. And then the and uh, then it'll drop into the you know into gear. We're going to run out of time, my friend. I'm sorry, Dale. I think that's characteristic of the vehicle. I don't think there's anything wrong. Don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA and find out which vehicle is right for how you drive. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. If you're just tuning in for the first time, my name's Kevin McCarthy. I'm kind of like the Guillermo on the Jimmy Kimmel show, except without the tequila and the accent. Jerry is the man. That's Jerry Reynolds. He is the car pro. And we're both here every weekend, same time, same station, so that Jerry can help you make a good car buying decision all the way around. Well, thank you for that. And that's exactly what I tried to do. Let's talk to Jonathan in Camarillo, California. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, Jerry. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Well, two things. Love your newsletter, so keep sending it. Thank you. Listen, I have a 2006 Honda CRV with 170,000 and a Honda 2005 Honda Accord with about 140,000. My question for you is do I wait for the Tesla tri-motor pickup truck to come out? Or do I wait for the uh, Hyundai Palisade ca- calligraphy model to come out? Do you really think that Tesla's pretty? I'm not looking for pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But you're looking at a, a pickup versus a really nice SUV, and that in itself is a little I, unusual. I am. I am, and I'm looking at electric with a tri-motor with about 500-mile range per charge versus versus the uh, Hyundai. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are, um, because I hear you talking about the Hyundai a lot. I've seen it. I've test-driven it. I love it. But I'm also thinking, you know, my cars, my Hondas, I'll get about, what, another 40000 for both of them. And I'm just curious uh, what your thoughts are on the electric, especially on Tesla, with Ford running and GMC running to have their own electric pickups as well. Yeah, and I, I, I'm a Tesla fan. Um, I'm not necessarily an Elon Musk fan, but I'm a, I'm a Tesla fan. I understand. And, I understand. I, you know, the quality is, is 
been there so far, and I think it'll stay. You know, there's been some issues with the autopilot. I think they rushed that to the market, and some people have died because of it. The truck itself, I'm sure, is going to be fine. Uh, and I, and I, I will get myself an electric pickup when they come out. I find the Tesla to be terribly unattractive. So mine will probably be an F-150 Platinum or maybe a Ram 1500. But are you gonna are you gonna get your cars through that that lease program you have where you can turn it in every week so that you get a chance to try it out? No, the, the the place that I use the dealership group that I use only does luxury vehicles. There there won't be anything. Okay. They don't they don't have they have they carry no lines that have pickups. So I'm going to have to deal with that myself. I'll probably lease one just, you know, to have. I keep a truck around. I've got a 09 GMC right now with 15,000 miles. Uh, Sierra Denali. That's so, just like brand new. So you think, you think, wait, just wait? I would. Buying a car right now? If you, yeah. you know, you don't need. The only, the only downside of that is you're going to miss out on this artificial priced used car market we're in right now but to be honest it hasn't been that much exaggerated on cars just trucks and suvs so yeah yeah, i'd want to give that tesla truck some time first off they've never they've never delivered a new vehicle on time yet so this this thing could last forever um and, and keep going we don't know on pricing there's a lot of there's a lot of questions here and I, I think I'd want somebody else to be the guinea pig and it not be me. But that's just me because i got to tell you, I do love the Palisade. I thought it was great. And that calligraphy, wow, that looked good. So I think you're set. If you don't want to do anything, just sit back and watch and see what happens with the Tesla truck. If you like it. Thank you, Jerry. I, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for calling. Thank you for your kind words. Thanks for taking the newsletter. We appreciate you so much. If you're not a newsletter subscriber like Jonathan was, all you got to do is go to carprousa.com at the bottom of the page, uh, click Certified Dealers, and uh, we'll get you this week's edition in your inbox later today. And you'll get all the information everybody's been talking about. Are you sure it's still free? Yes, Unfortunately, it I is. mean, it's not one of those free trials that before you know it, bills you $50 a month. <laughs> It'd be hard to do that since we don't get any kind of credit card information. Oh, yeah. But I will, right. I will tell you this, and this happens, unfortunately, too often. If you don't open it six weeks in a row, you will be taken away. It costs money to send these out. So if you don't open it, Take a look at something. Six weeks in a row, you're going to get taken off the mailing list. So if you if you don't want to get taken off, look at something. Plus, I promise you this, there's something there to learn every week. Buying or leasing your next vehicle is a hard choice. Don't go it alone. Call the car pro Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. Jim in Torrance, California, you're next on the Car Pro Show. How can I help you? Well, Jerry, we bought a 2016 Buick Encore from a Car Pro dealer. Yes. And we've had it now four years, but with all the great 
used car incentives or new car incentives. Could we get out of it? Now oh. is it a good time? We got less than 36,000 miles on it. Uh, we just want to get into something, maybe a hybrid or something bigger because that Buick Encore is just too small. Yeah, they're pretty small. In and out of. Yeah, they are. Um, it, it will never be worth anywhere near what it is today. So from that standpoint, yeah, that's, that's a great, it'd be a great time to trade it. So how big a SUV do you think you need? Do you need a third row seat? Well, no, I don't need a third row seat. I like something so I could lace long stuff in it, not skis or anything, but like myself, if I want to sleep in it or something. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, my thoughts on hybrids, Toyota makes the best one. Uh, you could go right. with a, Is you, it. Used, would a pre-owned one be good? Or oh, sure. Not sure, okay? sure, sure. Not a problem. I get a certified one just so you got a lot of warranty left. Sure. Um, Highlander's a good choice if you don't want to go that big. And, and if you're going to sleep in it, potentially, one good thing about the Highlander hybrid is the batteries are all the way underneath the vehicle. So some of them raise the that raises the floorboard. That's not the case with the Highlander, and the seats fold flat. So you could keep that third right. row down into the floor, and and then if you wanted to to camp in it you could fold the, the middle row seats down and have the hybrid and it would still get you really good gas mileage and it you know with suvs it's just better to have more room than you need than not enough room and i, and I think that would be a good you could go with the rav too but that's not going to give you near the room that the highlander is and I, you know the highlander's just been such a fantastic suv for so many years Everybody loves them. They last forever. They're hard to wear out. Battery packs typically go well past 200,000 miles. I would do that. I've got a couple of good Toyota dealers. They're in Southern California that would take good care of you and pay top dollar on your Encore. When this used car market starts to shift back down, it's going to happen fast. So I would get moving on that, my friend. Thanks for calling. So you want a hybrid, but maybe a diesel would suit your driving better. Call Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA and let him help you. 1-800-926-7777. If you're joining the CarPro USA radio show, thank our friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts. For bringing it to you this hour. O'Reilly is your professional parts people. Take a look at their website. It's O'ReillyAuto.com. Fantastic website. It really is. I enjoy just getting there and looking. Uh, they do curbside. You can pay no contact with anybody there. Lots of how-to free videos. Uh, they'll even install some of the parts that you purchase from them at no charge. Where else are you going to find that? For instance, a battery. You need a new battery? You buy the battery online from O'ReillyAuto.com and then take your car in and they'll put the battery in for you. Won't charge you a penny. There's a lot of things like that that they do, and that's why they are number one. O'ReillyAuto.com. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. After reading all about the 2021 Corvette and pricing details in the newsletter this week, when you finally get to test drive one, I'm just wondering what the odds are, even though you only put minimal miles on the two Corvettes you leased, I'm wondering 
if you might fall in love. It could happen. I mean, that's how I got the first one in 2014. It happened after reviewing it. And I, before I gave the card back that week, I had one on order. It just, I'm very impulsive like that. Well, the, the new 2021, I mean, the whole new Corvette series, it just, it looks to me like something that if you drive it and you liked it, you'd have to have it. Yeah. And boy, what I'm interested to see is how the mid-engine changes the way it drives and the way it performs. Mm-hmm. Because that was my complaint with my Z06 was it was too fast. It had too much horsepower. The rear end come out from under you. My wife wouldn't drive it. She wouldn't touch it because she couldn't control it. I could, but it still scared me. And there were still times when the rear end cut loose on me. And I thought, eh, you know what? Eh, this ain't good. This no. is it. But the, it should. Every mid-engine car I've ever reviewed, including the Audi R8, that engine right in the middle absolutely balanced the car and made all the difference in the world. What about the noise? It's wonderful. Really? What's better than a big, big-ass engine noise? Sitting right behind you. Well, I but it's right in your ear. You're so sensitive to road noise. I, that's not road noise. That's engine noise. That's good stuff. <laughs> okay. I was just asking for a friend. Anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> Janet in L.A. Welcome. Hi, Jerry. Hello, I'm Janet. Listening to it's very fun. Um, I bought a 2016 Lexus at your favorite Santa Monica Lexus yes. last mm-hmm. year. Yes. And um, I, it had 22,000 used car and 22,000 miles on it. It was not certified. Um, they had two other same models. It's a CT uh, hybrid, uh-huh. CT 280. And I, the other two had black interior, and the, the one that I bought had tan interior. So I liked it, tan and black. So I know I made the choice on looks, but um, what's happening right now is the warranty on this car ends at the end of July. Okay. And they, they want $3,600 to give me four more years of coverage. I've never had problem with a Lexus. I've had this is my third one, and um, mechanical problems never. Always kept up maintenance. I feel like throwing that's throwing money away, and I don't drive that much. That was my that was my question. How many miles a year do you drive? Well, it had twenty two on it when I got it, and has twenty eight on it now. And that was how long ago? A year. No, it was in August. Okay, so 11 months, roughly. Yes, also at that time, I was driving for Lyft. I'm not driving for Lyft anymore. Oh, okay. All right, so looking at it, four years from now, you're going to have somewhere between fifty and 60,000 miles. Okay. When that warranty runs out and you spent $3,600 on it. I would not. There are cars I would okay. say, yes, I would. But in this case, being the Lexus, being the extended warranty is not going to cover the batteries anyway, should there be some weird malfunction, which is highly unlikely, um, I would 
I think the odds that you would spend $3,600 in repairs on this car in the next four years are slim and none, and, and I'm not putting any money on none. You're, you're going with my thought process and um, even my girlfriend said Jen that's really stupid you're just throwing that money away they don't break down no and there's but there were cars I that I'd say the there are cars out there I'd say you know what you'll probably you'll probably use that and more on the extended warning not this one not Alexis I, I'd, I'd keep the money and do um, something else with it. go to take a vacation all right. Thank you very All much, right, Gary. I really appreciate it. Thank you. you so much for listening. And let's go to Gary in Austin, Texas. Hello, Gary. Hello, Jerry. Good to hear from you. Listen, I'm I am a I'm a glad I called. Income victim. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kiss you, but it would hurt. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> Uh, I'm a senior citizen on a fixed income, used to buying cars every so often, and I'm kind of beating a dead horse here because you've already talked about this. But about two years ago, I went and bought a, um, a 20, 2011 uh, Platinum F-150, and I think I paid $19,000 for it. And now they're getting around twenty six for the same car with over 100,000 miles on it, truck rather. When is this? When do you think this is going to level off? I mean, I think the corona has gone to some of their heads. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 a situation where the dealers didn't have new vehicles to sell, and especially the ones that were the big sellers for them, the popular ones. So what they right. got left with on new cars is slow sellers, and that's all they got, and and nothing coming in anytime soon. So everybody just jumped up and got big into used cars. Dealers that were primarily new car dealers. And, and dealerships run hot and cold on used cars. Some are big into it. Some want to sell one-to-one, meaning for every new car they sell, they want to sell a used car. Others, they want to be right. big time yeah. into the new car business, and the used cars are just there to trade for and help make deals. Uh, but now everybody had to get in the used car business. They start competing at the auction, and all of a sudden cars are bringing seven, $8,000 over book. And that's where we are today. It will not last long. I think probably by the end of August, at the latest, prices will have adjusted back down. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. When they start to fall, they'll fall fast. They'll fall as fast as they went up. Well, I'll tell you what. The people that are buying now are going to be really disappointed come the end of August or the first of the year when that car drops about $7,000. Well, and a guy like you... A guy like you could sell your truck today, and if you had something else to drive, rebuy a truck like that in the fall and and be money way ahead. And that might be something you want to think about. Problem is finding a, a 2011 pickup that's not completely worn out because so many people drive them into the ground, especially the Fords tend to be that way. People drive those Fords until they fall completely apart. Gary, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate you. The place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive is CarPro USA. Call now with your question. 1-800-926-7777. Here at CarPro USA, we're getting down to Crunch time this hour. So, Jerry, let's get straight to it. 
Okay, let's do that. How about we talk to Roger in San Antonio? Hello, Roger. Hi, Jerry. What can uh, I do for you, buddy? Is, I've owned Hondas for the last 30 years, and I want to know if there's an SUV that Honda offers in the hybrid, where am I going to have to switch over to Toyota for the very first time? Well, there is. You can get the CRV, but if you are dead set on a hybrid, I would make that switch over to Toyota. Honda may big big if there. It's good as good a car as Honda's built all through the years, and I can tell you're a believer. Their hybrids in the past have been mediocre at best. All the while, Toyota's hybrids have been top-notch, 200,000-plus miles, most efficient, the best transitions, meaning when it switches from gas to battery and back, you can't tell it. Um, now, the Honda, may ha- they may have it down now. This is actually their uh, second real try at hybrids, but they didn't do well the first time. If you want the safe bet... Move over to Toyota for a hybrid. Then if you decide to go back to gasoline engines down the road, or we find out that Honda actually is building a great hybrid, then go back to Honda. Can I find some, anything in the thirty-five to 42000 uh, mark? In a Toyota? Uh, in, in Toyota. In oh, Toyota, sure. Yes, I'm get, sorry. Get the, get the RAV4 hybrid. In fact, at that kind of money... It just depends on how much room you need, but you're in Highland Highlander hybrid territory there at around forty two. Because see, one of the things one of the things that makes me love Toyota hybrids is they don't gouge people for the upgrade to the hybrid. It's it's a it's a very minimal raise in the price to go from the gasoline engine to the hybrid engine. And yet you're gonna save all that money on fuel over the years. So if you need if you need a third row seat or just want a third row seat, then all you need to do is look at the Highlander. If you don't need that much room and you want to imp- improve that fuel economy some, then get the RAV4. And, and I and I suspect that it's better to to buy than to lease. Well, now it depends on how long you're going to keep it and how many miles a year you drive. So, oh, we keep our Hondas for a long time. Okay, then buy it. Buy it right up front. Um, you, you'll you'll be able to get one, especially if you'll go to Toyota of Bernie and talk to the guys there. They're at my website, Under Certified Dealers. All you need to do is email them, tell them what you're looking for. They'll they'll get you fixed up, and it'll it'll easily fall within your budget. But if you're going to keep it a long time, and it will last a long time, and be enjoyable for you. Uh, in fact, you're going to find some things about the Toyota that you like better than the Hondas that you've had in the past. So give them a try. That's the way to go. If you're going to get a hybrid, go Lexus or Toyota because it's the same system. And uh, talk to Toyota Bernie, and they will take good care of you. I appreciate the call, my friend. Good luck to you. So with that, last time, last reminder of this hour, our podcast will be up in about a half hour. And you can get three hours of commercial-free CarPro right there on your computer, on your Bluetooth device, in your t- in your car, and uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. You'll like it, it especially 
if you're in a market where you don't get all three hours. But we'll have them all up. And if you want to subscribe to the free weekly newsletter, it's carprousa.com at the bottom of the page. Click on subscribe to the newsletter. All you got to do is give us your email address, which we will protect with our life. And uh, not we don't spam. We don't give any give it out to anybody. We don't sell it for sure. And if you decide you don't like it, just hit unsubscribe. Hardtop or ragtop? Let CarPro USA help you decide. Call now at 1-800-926-7777. San Antonio we go. Chester, Chester, what can I do for you, my friend? we got about two minutes here. Oh, goodness. Okay, I'm looking to uh, looking at a GMC Sierra 1500. Yeah. And I'm trading in an uh, 08 Silverado. The only reason I'm thinking about trading it, well, two reasons. One, I'm, my last truck, I'm an old man, but uh, the government is telling me that Silverado's got the Katata airbags and Chevy keeps telling me they can't get them. And so I'm thinking of trading it in on a GMC Sierra. And I'm looking at the uh, diesel with the 10-speed transmission. Yeah. What do you think about that truck? I, I think it's fantastic. I really do. I've reviewed it. Uh, the gas mileage is, is great. The performance is great. It's a diesel. So uh, GM has built good diesels for a lot of years, decades. And, you know, it's one of those engines that ought to make it to 300,000 miles or more if you do just routine basic maintenance. Uh, they're pretty pricey, but for July, you can get true employee pricing on GMC Sierras. I had, I just had last week or week before last, I had a GMC Sierra with the V8 in it. And the truck itself is wonderful. You'll love the tailgate. It's it's fantastic. The backup cameras I thought were some of the best I've ever seen, and then the ride of the truck is great. Uh, if I have any concerns yeah, for yeah, you, yeah. if I have any concerns for you at all, it's getting in and out of them because they set up tall. GMCs have big wheels and they set up really tall. So make sure that you get the deployable running boards on the truck. I don't have a GMC dealer in the San Antonio area, Chester, but I will tell you that the people at Ansara, Buick, GMC are good folks. The whole Ansara family are good people. Ask for April Ansara. She'll help you out. So you want a third row seat, but you have six kids. Let CarPro USA help you at 1-800-926-7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. 
An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.